With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. A man convicted of sexual indecency could learn his fate as early as next week. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks reports from Summary Court. And a quick advisory on this, the information in this story is sensitive, and not all listeners will be comfortable with the content. Derek Lloyd Simpson Jr. is currently awaiting sentencing at His Majesty's Prison Northward for indecency convictions as well as other charges from 2020, 2021, and 2023. In summary court Wednesday, the chief magistrate heard sentencing submissions from the prosecution and defense. Simpson Jr. was convicted after public masturbation on April 20th in a West Bay parking lot. At the time, he told officers he had consumed ecstasy and alcohol, but said he could not recall events when questioned in police custody. Simpson Jr. is also convicted of removing an electronic monitoring anklet. Back in 2021, in an unrelated incident in West Bay, Simpson Jr. entered a West Bay home through a window and approached a female occupant from behind, hugging her. When the occupant noticed that the person holding her was not her husband, she shouted and asked Simpson Jr. to stop and leave as Simpson Jr. exposed himself and made hand motions that are associated with his charges. The complainant noted that he stopped for the moment but did not leave and instead went into the main bedroom where he again began seeking hand relief. The husband of the occupant, who was also home, rushed into his wife's defense and upon noticing it was Simpson Jr., contacted his father, who told the couple to call the police immediately. When police arrived at the location, Simpson Jr. was found in the main bedroom again, self-stimulating and seemingly unaware or unconcerned about the police's presence. Simpson Jr. was forcibly reclothed by officers, arrested and placed in the police car. A short while after, he was observed again engaging in self-pleasure with officers unsure how he was able to move his hand from behind his back while in the back of a police car. Simpson Jr. was still handcuffed. In February 2023, Simpson again entered another dwelling, a condominium of two elderly women visiting the Cayman Islands, where it is said he gained entry to the residence and performed self-gratifying actions towards and in the presence of the occupants. The occupants then alerted the police who attended the location and found Simpson Jr. self-stimulating in the main bedroom. Police asked Simpson to stop, but he didn't acknowledge the presence of the police officers until the matter at hand had reached a climax. It was noted that while being transported to the courthouse, Simpson Jr. again took things into his own hands while inside the prison transport vehicle. Simpson Jr. is facing sentencing of Category 1 indecent assault with harm, which has a starting point of five years imprisonment. Chief Magistrate noted that while there are other charges to consider for sentencing which will affect the total time he will be sentenced, the courts will also consider the progress he's made in recovery, time served, and any aggravating or mitigating factors and guidance from the Cayman Islands sentencing laws. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Both attorneys' sentencing submissions are complete. Police say they've recovered a large quantity of what appears to be cocaine from the communal area of a private residential complex on Walker's Road around 5.30 p.m. Wednesday. As the investigation continues, police are requesting that anyone with information call 911 or the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222. Anonymous tips can be provided directly to police on their confidential tip line at 949-7777. 
Police are also calling for witnesses to come forward in connection with an assault at Seven Mile Public Beach on December 17th. Royal Cayman Islands Detective Superintendent Peter Lansdowne says witnesses are vital for police to reach the evidence threshold they need to charge someone in the assault. The attack landed a man in the hospital with serious lacerations to his head and hand, injuries that required surgery. There is video footage on social media showing a number of people were in the area at the time and some even gave commentary on the events at hand. Police are encouraging those people to come forward and provide information to support the case. You can call 949-4222. You can also contact that anonymous tip line at 949-7777. The governor hosts a swearing-in ceremony for a new member of Cayman's bench. Justice Jaleel Asif is joining the Grand Court with a long career presiding over various cases in the UK Crown Court. He was appointed King's Counsel in 2010. My warm congratulations to Justice Azif in his new role. It's very important here in Cayman as elsewhere that our judiciary continues to function independently of both government and parliament. The swearing-in was earlier this week. Cayman Airways flight KX-480 from Grand Cayman to Los Angeles Tuesday developed a minor defect with the captain's windshield on landing in L.A. at about 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. Cal says the defect occurred in the outermost non-structural layer of the windshield, which does not affect the aircraft's ability to be safely operated. However, the airline decided to remove the aircraft from service in order to have it replaced in Los Angeles before further flight. The removal of the aircraft from service in Los Angeles has also resulted in Cayman Airways dispatching another aircraft from its jet fleet in Grand Cayman to Los Angeles in order to operate Cayman Airways flight KX481 from Los Angeles. Bottom line, there's been a reshuffling of flight schedules today and tomorrow, so you'll need to check with the airline for details. Cayman Airways says passengers affected by the change should receive notifications with the new flight times. Cal says it maintains its steadfast commitment to safety as the primary focus of the airline's daily operations and extends its apologies to affected passengers for any inconveniences that may arise as a result of these changes to the airline's flight schedule. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Nearly $90 million is approved by members of parliament to cover the cost of secondary education services in government's new two-year budget. In the Premier's policy statement back in December, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Conley said the new United People's Movement is looking to increase capacity in public high schools with the hope of reintroducing A-levels. However, Acting Chief Officer for the Ministry of Education, Lyneth Monteith, told Finance Committee members this $90 million does not include that move. We're still actively working on that project and there are several considerations across the, the three high schools including spacing etc to be considered so once those deliberations have been done we will put our findings forward in terms of funding for that project. The Premier says the intention is to have A-levels back in public schools by April 2025. And understanding is, is that once the underground work is done that a brief of paper will be sent out to the minister which will take it to caucus and then we will see what the funding are whether it will come back as a section 12 or 11-5 but we were not at that position yet to actually cost it out but as the intention to one of the low-hanging fruits I'd like to see for the next minister to pick up and run with. There are three government high schools in the Cayman Islands. Several private high schools are currently offering A-levels. 
Inspectors head back to ABC Kids to check progress on addressing five critical areas of concern raised by the Office of Education Standards after the school netted a weak assessment last February. Radio Command's Carsley Fuller reports. The mandatory follow-through inspection of ABC Kids took place in November, with inspectors determining the school had made, quote, weak progress in addressing all of the recommendations. The first one was to make sure the school is safe and hygienic. The report says since the previous inspection, while leaders had made an effort to improve, the culture of safety had, quote, not yet been fully established and was not evident throughout the center. With regards to ensuring accurate assessment of children's achievement, ABC Kids developed an assessment policy, which includes baseline assessments conducted early in the year with the intent of setting the children's starting points. However, inspectors say the assessments were, quote, limited in scope. Therefore, teachers, quote, didn't have an accurate record or full perspective of children's starting points from which to plan learning and monitor progress. The OES says weak progress was made in reviewing the curriculum and ensuring teachers use it when planning learning experiences. Although there was a skeletal plan of concepts to be taught, the report says developmental milestones and age-appropriate skills and concepts were, quote, not adequately planned for as the children moved through the center. The report says although leaders made attempt to make changes to the center, there was still more work to be done to ensure leadership standards were raised to at least, quote, a minimum quality. The OES says the school must also do more to ensure all children's needs are met. At the time of inspection, ABC Kids had 29 students on roll between the ages of 12 months and five years. I'm Carsley Fuller. Inspections of the center will continue on a regular basis until all aspects of performance are judged to be at least satisfactory. You can find out more at oes.gov.ky. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.